welcome to the podcast. Hello, this is Decrypted. <laughs> yeah, this is Decrypted, a podcast where we cover, hopefully, uh, Cryptid a week. Week is relative. <laughs> a cryptid, a specific time that we have not figured out yet. A cryptid an episode, we'll say that. At least what you're guaranteed to see at least one cryptid every ep. That's what we can promise. Or your money back. This is free. We will not Anyways. pay you. Disclaimer, <laughs> we will not pay you anything. Yep. Thank you so much. Uh, anyways, hi, this is Decrypted. Um, I'm Megan. The other voice that is not my voice is Grayson. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and this is a podcast about cryptids. Um, this is like our f- second first episode. Yeah, because so we recorded a full first episode way back in spring break of 2019 because uh, we're just sexy like that. And the file got corrupted. So we're doing Mothman Take 2, Revenge of the Moth. Pretty much why we're here. Uh, I feel like a little bit about myself and herself because I am forcing her to do this. Um, uh, <laughs> we're recent college graduates. We went to... An undisclosed art school that probably won't be hard to figure out eventually. Yeah, there's not many. There are so many. (laughs) Is there a lot? I feel like when I was, like, looking to apply to schools, there was, like, five. But I didn't look that hard. (laughs) (laughs) Just just the precursory Google search (laughs) tells me there's not a lot of art schools. I was like, ah, oh, this. I, I literally applied to our school because the application would be free. So I, I did it because it was free, and then that's where I wound up going. <laughs> Anyways, we're recent <laughs> anyway. college graduates from uh, an art school where Grayson majored in production design. I majored in performing arts. So we're just two dramatic bitches. Yeah, I was um, going to say theater nerds, film nerds, and now general fake, nerds. Fake cryptozoologists. Fake. What we lack in real facts and experience, we make up for in bad jokes. Right, pretty much. And confidence. <laughs> Pure confidence, even if it's not correct. Yeah, even if there's... <laughs> it's totally unearned. So, as you can gather, we kind of did this because we wanted to talk about cryptids, I guess. Yeah, me and Meg were roommates in college, which is... I mean, like, we lived together the last couple years, and we one of the things that we bonded over pretty quickly was just, like, love of weird stuff, like, kind of the occult. <laughs> so cryptids definitely fell into that category, so we decided, we talk about it enough. Why, why not record it for the audio pleasure of our dear friends <laughs> and whoever else finds it? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to the poor souls who've stumbled across this audio. Abandon all hope, ye who enters here. Pretty much, we're just gonna scrape the surface of uh, some well-known cryptids and some maybe not so well-known cryptids. Uh, Shoot the shit, discuss like, just discuss like, um, what they do, um, how they came about. What's up with that guy? You know, it's like, I want to know what's up with that guy. And then we just talk about it. Exactly. (laughs) And um, maybe if we have like local specific ones, maybe we'll talk about those and how they affected us. But right now, the topic at hand is Mothman again. The man of the hour is the Mothman. The man, the moth, the legend, Mothman. Um, And thusly, 
Why am I speaking like? I'm speaking she said, like "I'm being recorded. Person. I must be professional." <laughs> it's like a job uh, interview. I personally know, like, it's just like I speak, but like when I speak, I'm like, "Why am I speaking?" Like you hear yourself speak, and you're like, "Oh my god, who said that?" <laughs> <laughs> it's like a ghost. Anyways. Oh, also, uh, important note for the intro. I'm a Sagittarius, and Megan's an Aquarius. Do with that what you will. Anyway, we should talk about Mothman. We haven't Anyways. talked about Mothman yet. We briefly talked about Mothman, but we're finally going full circle to our actual point of topic of conversation. Um, Mothman. The man. The meth. The moth. The man, the moth, and the legend. Do you want to do first sighting? First sighting. Yeah, let's talk about- let's- let's get into it. Um, we are taking a lot of information off of online. The computer. This is the 21st century. It's just digital research. <laughs> just digital. Yeah, a few articles just detailing things will let you know who wrote it and such. So the article that I'm- I'm pulling most of my information from, besides like my general knowledge of Mothman and how I've like learned about him, um, is from Nerdist. Um, it's written by Lindsay Romaine, and it's called What is the Mothman and Why Are We So Obsessed? Let's find out. Why are we so obsessed? Megan's also very afraid of being sued, so she's gonna cite literally every article she ever reads. I am gonna be- <laughs> my brain is on- my brain is like, you're gonna get academic probation. No, I'm literally just saying the article I'm taking my information from. But anyways, uh, Mothman is- a cryptid that's originated in first in the like mid 60s 1966 i believe um and it's from point pleasant virginia west virginia west virginia, west virginia. Yeah. distinct difference it's um, where, you know mountain mama take me home west virginia don't sing it we'll get sued megan <laughs> i'm kidding i'm kidding who's gonna sue who, who wrote that song is it john denver john denver john denver anyways <laughs> west virginia point pleasant this is the first sighting of a moth man of a moth ever in history um and it happened in november the first original i feel like the sighting that it's usually credited towards is the young couples which i will get into in a second but like the first sightings were five uh grave diggers uh not even in point pleasant it's in a nearby town of and forgive me if i mispronounce this uh clendenin and they reported seeing a man-like shadowy figure fly over themselves which is i don't know i feel like that would be pretty terrifying i would shit my pants well, like, a little let's bit let's think about this let's think about this let's set the scene right so it's 1966 it's november fall beautiful in west virginia i assume never been there but, you know, the leaves are changing. You and four of your buddies are out doing your job, digging graves. You're in the cemetery, hanging out, chilling. This is probably, you've done this before. The moon is out, I assume. And suddenly, swoosh, Mothman. What are your thoughts initially? Well, it's not even a Mothman. Like, they don't call it Mothman. I mean, I, yeah, it's, they describe it's it out of the trees. More of a bird. Out of the trees, they see a human-like a human-like, I'll say that loosely. A well, it does have wings, finger. so they human with wings. Which it's interesting that in like the '60s, you see a human with wings. Your first thought is bird and not angel, because I feel like my first thought, and maybe that's just because I was raised very Christian, but my first thought would be like biblical shit is going down. Like, what is this? Because you know, you think human being with wings. I just think it's a funky little guy just jumping from tree to tree. Just <laughs> a funky little guy. So, like, they, a, did they say bird wings or bat wings? 
Um, I'm not actually sure. I think it's just at first. This happens on November 12th of 1966. And I think the couple described it as bat wings. I think the first, the first one does not mention, it doesn't give specific details. I feel like it's a very uh, loose, especially because it's usually not the one that's credited as like the famous sighting of Mothman. I don't think it was like, it was probably brushed off at first. Um, It was probably just like, oh, maybe it's just a a really close bat. Just big, big boy. Just a really close... You know, like, how perspective... It's just so close to their face that they think it's massive. You think it's a huge bat because it's just this close to your face. They're like, that bat was six feet tall. It's just not... It's not reported as anything specific at first. It's just a man-like, shadowy figure. Um, But three days later, which is the more famous, and I guess, like, the... Not the origin, but, like, the the more cited, like, first sighting. It's the most well-known. Yeah, most well-known sighting of Mothman is the first second sighting. Um, it happens three days later, and this is the couples. This is the two young couples, which is Roger and Linda Scarberry and Steve and Mary Mallet. Um, and they were chased in their car after they were... Well, so they, they were, like, vibing in, like, a restricted area, right? They were by a... A former World War II munitions site called a T and T area, which I can only imagine had to do with explosions. <laughs> yeah, either explosives there. I can't remember. It's something like they're either it's where they housed explosives, or there was some kind of like radiation or something from like like the area. That's why it was like kind of restricted, but it was basically like a big field, from what I understand. Yeah, because they were like just two. They were married, right? Um. Yeah, it, I believe it's two married couples, um, and they're just, like, doing whatever the hell, I guess, couples Canoodling. do in 60. <laughs> I mean, it's- maybe they're on, like, a double date, but, like, you know how, like, when you're in, like, the little- like, you live in the middle of nowhere, there's not a lot to do, so you just kind of, like, drive Go around. Go parking lot? <laughs> yeah. You know, like, that's probably what they were doing. Canoodling. We'll just see yeah, They're canoodling. Um, and they're in an area that's, like, maybe not as, like, inhabited because it's, like, a former munitions site. And they get chased by this creature. Which they described it as being six or seven feet tall. Yeah, with a like, ten- Like, pretty massive. Yeah, with a ten-foot wingspan. And the glowing red eyes. And this one wasn't- it, Neither of these were in Point Pleasant, but they were both close to Point Pleasant. Oh, well, this one's, well, this says that the couples were from Point Pleasant, and they, when they went back and reported it to, like, the sheriff in the newspaper, it was the Point Pleasant Register. So I think the munitions plant was, like, nearby, or, like, the the TNT area was nearby. It was north of Point Pleasant, called the TNT area. But they were, they were Point Pleasant residents. Yeah. Yeah, I have a quote, uh, mine is from The Portalist, the website is called The Portalist. Uh, and the article is called Four Alleged Mothman Sightings That Preceded Disasters. But the quote uh, from, I believe it's from uh, Roger Scarborough. It says, it wasn't anything like you'd seen on TV or monster movies. It was a man with wings, which I just think is crazy. Like this man is, he's saying this to like a newspaper reporter. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the couples like were fully like, this shit is crazy and like should be reported to the news. Yeah, I mean, I feel like being chased by something with a ten foot wingspan and glowing red eyes. Well, and they said it could. They said it was flying after their car at speeds up to a hundred miles per hour. 
that is both terrifying and if it happened to me i would not shut up about it so it makes sense i want to know i want to know though if they were like in their car and they just see mothman like standing in the field you know like lucky luciano just like posing, and they were like oh and decided to drive off or if it was like actively flying because like i just want to know like who started the chasing aspect and they just like obviously they're looking at their speedometer and they're like we're going a hundred and like like 120 and it's like on our tail so that's how they know the speed Mm-hmm. But just imagine being cha- being chased by just a normal bird, I would find terrifying, let alone a bird man with glowing red eyes. Have you been chased by a bird before? Because it is genuinely a terrifying experience. Uh, I witnessed my brother get chased by a goose, and I thought it was really funny. They're so mean. <laughs> and for what? They're very aggressive. Like, imagine a goose, but like a... A six foot tall goose. I could, I could That's never terrifying. imagine a six foot tall goose. I would die. It's a horse sized duck situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you rather fight? And in that moment of time, you're like, I would rather fight a hundred duck sized horses. I mean, I would ease. I'd just kick them. Yeah, just kick them away. Yeah. So anyway, the couple, the couples see the Mothman. They get into a Fast and Furious style chase scene with the Mothman. I guess they lose him. They don't really describe what happens. Either he stops chasing them or, like, they, you know, Tokyo drift out of there. Yeah. (laughs) And they go back to town, and either the same day or the next day, they report it to both, like, the sheriff and Mm -hmm. the newspaper. Because they're like, this crazy shit has happened. And I think at that point is when the gravediggers as well were like, oh, we saw that that bitch three days ago or whatever. I feel like you're already not, you're not, probably not scared by much. If I I feel like you're not scared by much if you're a grave digger. Yeah, I mean, you, you gotta have a stomach to deal with, you know, dead people. Exactly. Like a respectful stomach, but still. But, and also, like, I feel, I mean, <laughs> maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like grave diggers only work at night for some reason. Me too. Like, Why am I when thinking I, that? When I imagine it, I also imagine like a little lantern. And it's, I'm like, imagining foggy. like a little lantern, and like he's wearing like a like they're wearing like, like a, a cloak, black like like one of those black like trench coats, but like with the like like a shot, they have a like, little like cape, you know, like hunter and cap. like the yeah like the like a freaking bowler like Sherlock Holmes, and they're all hunched over. Why are they all hunched over in my brain? They have pickaxes. <laughs> This is very Edgar Allan Poe, is what we're imagining. It's very it's foggy. Very stereotypical grave digger. Well, I mean, I guess it's like they were digging a grave when they it was they reported it. But like, was it in the middle of the day or was it hold on. Are you gonna are you gonna research and see if grave diggers only work at night? I'm researching during I'm researching during it. <laughs> Fuck it. Because, I mean, while I'm imagining it fully at night, it could have easily taken place during the day. I would much rather meet Mothman during the day than at night. I mean, you'd see him in the day, right? Unless he's too far away. And, like, I don't know. Like, you know how, like, people are like, is it a bird? Is it a plane? When it's Superman? It's clearly a human being (laughs) flying in the sky. Yeah, you know when people are seeing Superman? You know what I mean, though? Like, he's, like, he's, like, flying and, like, people still can't see him. Well, but okay, I would say that Superman is flying like airplane height. Mothman is in like treetops. That's so what it's I not so that's, as tall. So that's what I thought. And if it was the middle of the day, you'd assume they see him like more clearly. Clearly. I guess. And I feel like that would be debunked very quickly. So it has to be 
nighttime, I guess. I don't know. I mean, they're in a cemetery. How many people are hanging out at the cemetery during the day to also see Mothman? You know what I'm saying? And there were five of them, which I, I think I saw a quote. I don't remember where it was from, but I one of the... It might have been from the couples, but basically it was one guy saying that, like, he wouldn't have reported it if he saw it by himself, but because there were, like, three or four other people there, he felt confident that he wasn't, like, hallucinating. Mm. Yeah, that would make Which sense. Which I think that's interesting. Yeah. Because if I saw that by myself, I'd be like, I'm going crazy. I'm going insane. Yeah. I feel like it's also important to note that the TNT area whatever it's called. I'm looking at an NPR article written by Claire O'Neill. The TNT area um, was later in the 80s uh, discovered it was severely severely contaminated by explosive byproducts because it was an ammunition manufacturer. Um, so I feel like that couldn't have been healthy in 1966. <laughs> well, no. That's why they closed it down. But I mean, uh, as far as that being like a, they were hallucinating or whatever, I could buy that like easily. I could also see like they went to a random field to like do drugs because it was the 60s. But I think because there's multiple sightings around that same time that I give it a little more credit. Because mm-hmm. we have two separate groups within like a week yeah, who describe similar things. And... I feel like if there wasn't the two of them, you just chalk it up to these two couples just getting a little silly and getting... Doing a little couples prank. (laughs) I don't know. It was the 60s. Shit happened in the 60s. A sexy little couples prank. (laughs) Maybe they had a sense of humor. Maybe they didn't. Who knows? But, like, because it was backed up by both of these... They're similar sightings. It makes more sense. Like... I feel like the TNT area isn't used as a explanation as often. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, you can't just chalk it up. I guess, like, mass hysteria is a thing, but, like, it would make I feel no- like for it to be mass hysteria, there need to be more people. Yeah, like, I exactly. Feel like it's just the two tight groups. It's, again, like, the one guy said, like, if it was just him, he probably wouldn't have reported anything. But because it was two groups of, like, four and five people, mm-hmm. I think it's one of those situations where you kind of look at everybody else and you're like, did you, did you also see that? And then, yeah. like, they're like, did you see that? And then you're like, should we tell somebody? Mm-hmm. Like, who do we report this to? Yeah. Which the sheriff did Which- not... You know, as as usual, like, as you would suspect, the sheriff was like, what are you guys smoking? And was like, it's a, probably a bird. Yeah. Which, I mean, like, why would you go to the police anyways for... What are they gonna do to a person flying in the air? Well, I mean, I guess I mean, it's the 60s and you've just seen a weird bird man and you say... I can't call animal control. <laughs> this is more human. <laughs> yeah. Because I, mean, I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's the same vein of like, if you see a UFO, who are you going to contact? Yeah. Like the government? How would you do that? By contacting the police, probably. I guess that makes sense. Um, well, also, uh, the sheriff called the uh, the bird a shite pose. Yeah. It, it, it like was a reference to what kind of bird it, like the assumed bird it was, I guess. Because he, I guess he had a specific bird in mind that had maybe been tormenting him recently. Because he was like, oh, it's that bird. It's I like, think it's a heron. It's like his Moby Dick. Yeah, he's very much having it's this. his white whale. He's having a very specific problem with this one bird. And he's like, my nemesis. <laughs> but anyways, to get back on topic. Um, so those were like the two first sightings. Those are like the ones that kick off Mothman. This is how he's first discovered. Yeah, but uh, one of Mothman's, like, bigger claims to fame is that 
especially after those first two like real quick people see him kind of things people think that mothman might be like an omen for like tragic events yeah because a lot of times people think that they see mothman like right before something really bad happens Mm -hmm. and the thing bad that happened in west virginia was the collapse of what is it the the ohio river silver bridge Um, Yes, the Silver Bridge. So it's the bridge, I believe it's from uh, West Virginia, like, into Ohio. I believe it's the Ohio, it's over the Ohio River. So wherever. Yeah. I don't know. I failed geography. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. I actually got a hundred in geography, but I feel like that was wrong. Um, I mean, it's all about memorization. Well, and I'm good at memorizing things and then I just immediately toss it right out the brain. I will say, um, also, just yeah. going back to that, the first mention of him, like, of Mothman, is in a the Point Pleasant Register. So that's how it's, like, Point Pleasant is associated with Mothman. Like, that is Mothman's Yeah, I place. said, I think I, I mentioned that earlier, is that the, the newspaper and the, the county, or, like, where the sheriff was, was Point Pleasant. So yeah. that's why, that's where the couples were. Exactly. Born. And then the headline comes out a day after the sighting with the two couples and the headline is couples see man-sized bird creature something articulate and then an anonymous copy editor from an ohio newspaper dubbed him mothman like that's how he got his name likely to sound similar to batman interesting to sound like batman but would not have yeah i guess crusader i guess batman <laughs> is trademarked <laughs> Think we're gonna get sued by Batman? I mean, you can't even speak his name. <laughs> what if it was like a Beetlejuice sort of situation? Like Beetlejuice. <laughs> Batman, Batman, Batman. Oh shit! And then a bil- billionaire comes and breaks your kneecap. You just get jaywalking like, for jaywalking. <laughs> yeah. So, which like leads back to the sheriff calling him a shite poke. Like nobody really knows what he is. And then like a lot of rumors circulate, which leads back to him being an omen and the Ohio River Silver Bridge collapse. People think that Mothman is semi responsible for the collapse of the Silver Bridge. Uh, so it's a bridge going from West Virginia into Ohio, like Meg said, it goes over the Ohio River. And in December of 1967, the bridge collapsed like during rush hour. So people going like over the state line to go to work and stuff. And 46 people died on the bridge during the collapse. So it's like a real tragedy. And people say, like people who were on the bridge who survived and also a couple people just from like either side said that they thought that they saw either a bird-like figure or a man-like figure on like the eve of the bridge. There are reports like from the day before and also like the day of, like right before it happened. And some people are like, Mothman's an omen for tragedy. And other people are like, Mothman directly caused the collapse of the bridge. Yeah. And then I think later it was determined that it was not, it was it was coming from like a crack in the foundation. That's what they, they the official report is, is it came from like but a- But did Mothman put the crack there? Did Mothman crack that bridge? Did uh, Mothman crack that bridge? But yeah, so he becomes like this icon for like, like this omen for like bad things happening. Um, yeah, for just like tragedy and destruction. So people also attribute like uh, the Chernobyl disaster to Mothman, like even as far as being in like Russia and Mexico and like all all these other places people are like 9-11 is mothman's fault like just people saying that they either saw him right before and he's got that omen aspect or that mothman being around is like a direct link to like 
either he like causes it or is a direct omen of bad things about to happen. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I feel like that makes sense because there's like so many cultures where there are creatures that predict like omens and stuff like banshees and like some ghosts but i also well and people have used like animals to like predict the weather and like stuff like that i also think on some level like to be like a hopeful skeptic i suppose is like it's like you hear about this creature and you attribute it to one disaster so people want to like you know like sensationalize it and like use it as like the reason for these things happening you know what i mean well people also like to just have like something to blame yeah for tragic events especially like big unexplainable ones yeah even when they're and like so the explanation is just like clearly something there. simple it's not well, it's, especially i mean with the bridge like even though they found out like it was a foundational problem like the bridge was probably just really old it seems like it was used a lot especially because you know, you have that rush hour pretty constantly of people going back and forth, and it probably just wasn't taken care of, like, as well as it should have been. But especially because of the recent sensationalized, like, Mothman, especially people in Ohio were talking about Mothman, people in West Virginia were talking about Mothman, and they were like, the literal physical link between the two states has broken, so it must be this, like, creature. Yeah. Um, okay, and to for specifics, it's a faulty eye bar suspension chain is what they blamed it on in poor maintenance of the bridge. The person who sensationalized it though, which is pretty important to know, is the guy who wrote the Mothman prophecies, which is John, John Keel. Keel. Um who had just like so an he interest wrote... he's an in- interested in like extraterrestrial and like other paranormal stuff. Um so he wrote yeah. the book The Mothman Prophecies, which is the first one linking the bridge collapse with Mothman sightings. Yeah, and he wrote that book uh or he published the book in like nineteen seventy five, so a solid like six, seven years after the bridge collapsed. But the book is what really like launched Mothman to like a nationwide fame which is like i would say mothman right up there with bigfoot is probably one of the most well-known cryptids at least in i'd say in america in Um, america definitely one of the more popular ones and i think like the meme culture of it all also (laughs) attributes it to that uh the mothman sightings almost completely ceased after december 15th in 1967 like that's when the sightings ceased in like ohio point pleasant the people who believe in Mothman think that it's because, like, he did what he needed to do in either warning people about the bridge or, like, making the bridge collapse. So they were like, he did whatever he wanted, like, why he came out of fighting in the first place. Yeah, he said it was the Point Pleasant locals were having pre- premonitions about the bridge collapse. Like, that's what the sightings were. Like, that's how he phrased it, I suppose. Yeah, because that's another weird aspect is people... So this one theory that I, I don't know if it was John Keel or somebody else who, like, perpetuated this theory was that Point Pleasant specifically around this time had some kind of, like, interdimensional alternate reality, like, connection that was allowing the people of Point Pleasant to have these kind of like premonitions about not only the bridge collapsing but just like other small things like people were reporting like a lot of psychic activity and so some people think that Mothman is like an alternate reality like demon or alien or something like that that came in (laughs) to our reality just for this like span of a couple years and then just like dipped right back out yeah and yeah which if I could I would 
I'm sure there's like a lot of different origins, but like also a lot of locals believed he lived in a nuclear power, like a vacant nuclear power. <laughs> he lived in a functioning nuclear power plant. Um, yeah, he worked there. It was his job, his day job. Where nuclear weapons were tested. I don't know the validity of that, um, genuinely. Um, I'm sure it was just, it's just urban legend. It's just how people talk. But I could see that idea coming from also, like, the, the TNT area that they later closed down due to, like, you know, chemicals and, like, Hazardous, radiation and yeah. stuff like that. So I can see people being like, oh, man and a bird wander in. <laughs> Combination then, walks out. Yeah, and then Keel also linked them to the UFOs and Men in Black. Um, the concept of Men in Black and not the Will Smith movie. But, not the Will Smith movie. Which is, I love that movie. Um, okay, so so we have, after the book, they made the book into a movie in, like, the early 2000s, which was kind of like a cult classic. It's, again, it's called The Mothman Prophecies, and it was kind of like your classic, like, monster film. Mm -hmm. And so that's why a lot of people, especially in America, like, know about Mothman, and, like, especially with the recent popularity of Mothman, is because in the early 2000s they had this movie that did really well. And in, like, the same time period they commissioned a statue that went up in west virginia that's just like it's a like in, it's like super in tall. pleasant right yeah yeah um bob roach is is credit to him sculptor bob roach <laughs> yeah so you can actually see the mothman he's got a he's got six pack abs and an ass that don't quit yeah um and as it says, it says tourism rocket skyrocketed. I would love to visit Point Pleasant at some point. Well, because they have they have they a Mothman a... fest festival that they started in two thousand two, right? Well, yeah, I was gonna say there's there's a Mothman research center and a Mothman museum mm -hmm. located in Point Pleasant, and they do they hold a yearly Mothman festival where I truly don't know what the events are, but God, I would love to go. <laughs> I also would love I think to go. I mean, it's... do like tours and the the museum has both like props from the movie and like original newspaper clips from 1966 and i think like a lot of information about like the bridge collapse and stuff like that it which it just sounds really cool just like roswell profits off aliens and salem profits off witches um west virginia profits off of point the pleasant mothman. west virginia profits off of the mothman people are drawn to spooky stuff I mean, we're doing a podcast about it. So. Yep. I would love to. I would love to discuss with uh, what's the the guy who did the statue, Bob Roach. Bob Roach. I would love to discuss uh, with Bob Roach why he decided to make Mothman a sexy human being that's been yeah. merged with like a bird bug because the top half of the statue very bug like it's got like mm -hmm. mantisy features and it's got like very buggy wings, but the human part, <laughs> he was like, I'm gonna make this motherfucker as sexy as possible mm -hmm. and i just want to know what his inspiration was i would love i would love to i'm sure and maybe he I, i'm assuming he has interviews out there um i should probably check it out oh he he's dead bob roach is dead rip to a, a king a legend <laughs> um he passed away um 2015 Okay, so Megan, the real question everyone wants to know: Would you date the Mothman? Would I date the if Mothman? He asked? Yeah, I mean, if he like swooped down in the middle of the night, grave gravedigger style, you're wearing a big trench coat. Okay, hold on, I'm gonna set the scene again. I'm gonna set the scene again. It's midnight. You're running through the woods, scantily clad. How scantily? That's up to you. Why am I scantily clad? Just okay. 
You're running through the woods, scantily clad. You look fantastic, though, but a little rushed. From the trees, from the treetops, swoosh. I want to be wearing a parka. Okay, fine, fine. <laughs> from the treetops, swoosh, the Mothman. He is impeccably dressed, perhaps in a custom-made tuxedo, perhaps in one of those big Renaissance puffy shirts. Why is he wearing clothes? He's trying to impress you. So he's got a tuxedo or perhaps a Renaissance style puffy, like poet shirt. His hair is done. He looks great. He's still a moth man, but he looks, you know, pretty good considering. And he says, he says to you, it threw probably like a series of chitters, but he's got psychic powers. So you know what he's saying. And he says, Megan, you look impeccable tonight. (laughs) He says, would you do me the honor of accompanying me to a film? Perhaps a dinner, perhaps an olive garden. I'd say, what film? Oh, you want to know specifically? Yeah, I okay, want to know what film. This. Uh, he's taking you to a drive-in. Okay, but what and film? You're, and you're going to see The Shining. No. No? Is it because of the movie? Or is it because <laughs> he's a mothman? No, it's um, I do like The Shining, but like, <laughs> no, I wouldn't. What it, is it, the wings? Is it the bug eyes? Everything. What if he was rich? Um, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd change my mind, maybe. Um, no. No. I feel like you're Salad gonna try though? to get me to admit that I'm, like, a monster fucker on this podcast, and I'm not gonna do that. Maybe I will. Maybe you are. I'm gonna trick you. No. <laughs> I'm gonna trick you. <laughs> the running gag is just trying to get me to sleep with a monster. Yeah, I'm just trying to get you to admit that you would have sex with a cryptid. Nope. Not even if he's in a custom-made tuxedo. No, especially not. Tuxedos oh, are you boring. Hate, you hate tuxedos? Yeah, stuffy. Okay, all right. What if he's in like an oversized tee? Only a loincloth. Okay, interesting. I'm Is just that kidding. Like a Tarzan um, thing? Uh, an edible thong. Okay, Megan. <laughs> Megan's a freak. Um, no, I just no, I would not. He's a moth or a man. Do you think Mothman or a mutated sandhill crane? I was gonna say, do you think he could be an alien? Um, like, would you believe that? If you believe in aliens, would you believe that Mothman well, could be an alien? Jo- down that I do believe in aliens. Um, I would Got be it. stupid to not believe in aliens. Um, Apparently they found UFOs today again. We find UFOs or aliens or whatever the hell is going on like every like six months. Month. Not Yeah, more than that. We find it so often. Nobody makes a big deal about it at this point. Yeah, it's very much like, oh, aliens are real again. And everyone's like, oh, well, We're they like, got rid of potatoes at Taco Bell. <laughs> not, a, not a pressing matter. Cool. Um, But anyways, jot down that I do believe in aliens. Um, We would Uh-oh. be stupid to exist on this galaxy and think we are the only people here. I like to believe in aliens that are, like, the little microorganisms. Oh, yeah. And, like, plants and stuff like that. Yeah. I don't like to believe in, like, the, the like, gray man style. I don't think they're humanoid, but this is a whole other conversation for another day. I could go hey, on yeah. about this. Um, I should also like to note that I also am terrified of aliens. Okay, good combo. Um, <laughs> a belief and a fear. <laughs> um, which stems from me watching Mars Attacks or a... Um, that Tim Burton movie about Martians, um, when I was, like, seven. But anyway, I don't think he is an alien. Okay. Um, I think there is so much of this world that we do not understand nor know about, right? Um, so many things out here. This is why we have cryptids and urban legends and, like... It's just the unexplained, yeah. Yeah, the unexplained. And, like, to say something that I don't believe... To say that I don't believe in something because I can't see it, or there's, like... Like, there, it, there is a reason that this is believed. 
you know? Yeah. I don't understand the reason it is believed. I don't think he's an alien. I do think it's just, like, if anything, it is, like, I think I I kind of agree with the bird theory, but I'd say maybe even take it a step further. Maybe it like is a, a bird. Like big bird? It's just not a bird that we've heard of. Oh, like a new species yeah. of bird. Yeah, you know? Yeah, I mean, there are a lot of animals that camouflage themselves as other things. Mm-hmm. So I could fully see some kind of species of bird that has, like, a little bit of I'm gonna pretend I'm a human being type sitch, mm-hmm. you know? Because, I mean, there are even plants that, like, shape themselves to pretend to be birds, so I feel like that would make sense. Yeah. But, uh... Nature is wild, and we don't have a full grasp of it, so who knows? I'll say one thing I do love, just conceptually, is the idea of Mothman popping up on all these different continents as, like, an omen for, like, bad things. The Is the idea of Mothman traveling, whether he's just flying long distances with no one seeing him, or, like, he's on a boat. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, it, I the only theory that works with him going to multiple continents is either the, like, teleportation portal theory mm-hmm. or, uh, or just, like, he flies so fast that nobody can see him. What about the theory of, like... Or multiple mothmen. Or, like, like psychically or, like... Well, because he, I mean, uh, yeah. unless he's, like, a long-distance psychic, he would still have to be pretty close. Because we're talking... Uh, West Virginia. Have you heard of astral projection? He's astral projecting. He's astral projecting. New York, Mexico, and somewhere like Germany or something like that. Like, he's all over. He's sleeping in his little vacant nuclear power plant and he's astral projecting. That is, (laughs) that is the fact. That is truth. (laughs) I'm so proud of him. I mean, I feel like realistically, if he was going all those places, though, it probably would just be flying. I don't think. He has wings. Why would he? You don't think he... he took a boat? Why would he do that? He walked across the ocean. Oh my god, he's Jesus. <laughs> a new theory emerges. <laughs> we would like to present a theory. Uh, Mothman is the messiah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I feel like he... It's so frustrating, because I want these... I want answers so, so very badly. And I know each week, each week we do this, or each ind- indefinite, indec- indeterminate amount of time we do this, I know we're not going to get answers. Yeah, definitely not. Not always. Um, I don't know, we might. Someday. We'll keep an eye out. (laughs) (laughs) We'll keep you up. If any new Mothman information comes out in the next few months or so, we'll definitely keep you up. Yeah, tweet at me. Just kidding, I don't have a Twitter. Um, We do have an email address, though, if you're interested. For the one person listening to this. (laughs) For my coworkers who are listening to this. Um, Yeah, send us fan mail, we love it. Yeah, I mean, like, what would you do if you saw him? If I saw Mothman? Yeah. That depends. Is he very scary, or do I get the vibe that he wishes me no harm, like, psychically? Am I intimidated by Mothman? Probably. I mean, like, if you're thinking of it in terms of, like, he charged at a car. Okay, so I'm gonna think about it like this. If I am... I'll set the scene for myself here. If I'm in, like, a field or something, just vibing, maybe reading a book or something, and then, like, thunk the Mothman lands in front of me. I feel like first first move, I freeze. Like, I absolutely, like, T-Rex style, he can't see me if I don't move. I would then audibly say, what the fuck? I would maybe try and get a picture, just because we have modern technology and I could do that. But then my next move would to be, like, how can I safely exit this situation without being murdered by the Mothman? Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Um, 
I feel I like I will say fucking. Not I on feel my like mind. I feel like <laughs> I've seen you in a few high stress situations. You handle them pretty well usually. I also feel like I'm also not keen on people approaching me like normally. Well, that's the thing. If we're together, if we're together, I expect I especially would go into like this Mothman will not harm Megan. <laughs> Like, I very much go into, like, a protector mode when there's other people with me. Yeah, no, I get that. Um, so maybe I would fist fight the Mothman if, if things got rough. Yeah. I, <laughs> I think I could take him. I, I think I could take him. I feel like, I feel like in the moment, if you're by yourself and this shit happens to you, I feel like, first of all, I don't like people as it is. I don't like people yeah. approaching me as it is. Do not look at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kidding. You can look at me, but, like, don't perceive me. <laughs> I like people. I don't want the Mothman I like to perceive people, me. But yeah, I don't want to be perceived. Um, I feel like... I also am not the biggest fan of birds flying near me. And then you mix you mix those two together. The added effect of birds. Like, people walking are pretty scary. A human person flying is scarier. Really quickly. Yeah. Brief interlude. You know how geese, like, geese have teeth? Yeah, the geese. You think Mothman has teeth? Because if Mothman has teeth, all bets are off. <laughs> Well, it depends. I mean, no one really knows what he looks like. Do you think he has, like, if you were to imagine what the face of Mothman looks like, do you think he has, like, a bird beak? Or do you think he's, like, human? Or do you think it's Buggy? Because I imagine Buggy, but that's just statue influence. I think there's teeth. I think it's gonna be scary. God, I hate the idea of the teeth. (laughs) I know I brought it up, but I hate it. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think it, I don't think it would be pleasant. Although he hasn't, like, killed- Point pleasant? I don't think it would be point pleasant. <laughs> um, I mean, he hasn't directly murdered anybody, right? Nobody, well, like, n- 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 so, like, this... depends on how you feel about the bridge, but otherwise, I mean, but the, like, that's not aggressive. like him. It's not like he cut, it's not like he, like, had a little song, like, sawed the little legs off the bridge or however the Maybe bridge was did. suspended. Maybe he did. He got the suspension. Like, he but, didn't I mean, he commit. did chase that couple. Yeah, but, like, he didn't get them. Well, do you think that was on purpose, or do you think the car was just faster than his little mothy wings? Well, that's what I'm saying, is they go up to 100 miles per hour. First of all, how fast was the car going? Uh, See, I would love to know that. I want to know the minute details of this encounter. <laughs> yeah, I just think he is... We make him as such a meme, but I feel like in in general, like I feel like if someone encounters it, it's a very looming, threatening presence. Well, yeah, he's like seven feet tall. Ten foot Blowy wingspan. Eyes. Ten foot wings. That's intimidating. That's scary. Like a small airplane. <laughs> it's literally like a small plane coming at you. But it has eyes. That's and worse. it's hundred miles per hour. Well, planes and go, possibly teeth. Planes go faster discussed. than that, hopefully. Well, yeah, but like a little plane and like anything coming at me. Alternatively, miles per hour is scary. it's like a, one of the Da Vinci contraptions, like that, like he builds <laughs> to make people fly, and it's just a dude, just yeah. like. Who built one of those it's just Icarus. flying around? Oh my god, the Mothman is Icarus. <laughs> he flew too close to the sun. He flew too close to the sun. That's why he's gone now. That's literally it. December 15th, he left our hearts forever. No, <laughs> December 15th, he left our world, but never our hearts. <laughs> Gone but not forgotten. Gone but not forgotten. And I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess that's pretty much it for, like, history-wise. And as we kind of talked about, he's definitely still, like, a pop culture icon, like, when you talk about cryptids, he's definitely one of the first ones to come up. Yeah, there's been... And it is... A lot of people do... Like, the same thing kind of with Nessie, where it's, like, a friendly figure of, like, we love Mothman kind of deal. Yeah. But real life, I would be terrified of Mothman. I would be fully terrified of him, but I also understand why they are milking 
it. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah, he's he's fuzzy and he's kind of cute. That's fun. Like if you think of him as a moth, it's kind of cute. But it's like a vicious bird man, terrifying. Yeah. Like, I mean, uh, uh, there's so much content out there already describing him. And, like, we gave you, like, the most basic rundown of it. And it was all over the place. But, like, at the end of the day, he's just a, he's just a fun concept. He's a yeah. terrifying concept. But he's a fun concept. Well, and then on that point, to the point, like, just final, final saying, like, do you believe Mothman or something close to Mothman is real or not? Um, because obviously there's a cultural impact and there's a lot of he said, she said, different people reporting on it. But like, in your personal opinion, do you think like a creature with a similar description would be real or not? Um, genuinely, uh, yeah, I, I think the closest it would be would just be like some sort of bird. Like a big bird. Yeah. And I think I... it got sensationalized to the point where it was like this like psychosomatic sort of like bad things are about to happen and you claim to see this thing. I think I agree. I think an easy thing would be, so like, the gravediggers see some kind of weird bird, it's most likely at night, and they just see like a big bird thing, and then you've got this couple who, or this set of couples who's maybe doing drugs, or like pulling a prank or something, and it just happens to line up with what those dudes like kind of thought they saw at night which obviously like the mind plays tricks on you super easily so maybe they hear that this couple sees like a big thing with wings and they're like oh shit we saw that and then it becomes like this big sensational thing where you've got like two groups of people saying that they saw something similar that could have been a bird like that's like the whole basis is like memory is so fickle you don't remember things exactly how they are and it's so easily informed by what other people react to it and i think it's very easily it just got sensationalized into this like modern myth um which i mean it is well and then you have like you have like the bridge collapse and stuff like that and that like we said earlier is can very easily just be like people see in the newspaper there's this weird mothman creature and then this bad thing happened and they're like instead of blaming you know like just human error let's Mm -hmm. throw it on this guy yeah Exactly. Um, I do love the Mothman, though, so if he's listening to this, I want him to know that I believe in him and he's real. Yeah, Richard. <laughs> also, really quickly, who assigned gender to the Mothman? Why is he not a Mothwoman or a moth they them? I don't know. They're like, a humanoid thing is lurking about, so I, it has to be... If it's imposing, it has to be a man or whatever the hell they decided. Men do be lurking. That's what I'm saying, though. Is like, it's like you, if like a seven foot tall man just approached you like randomly while you're minding your own business and then charged you, you'd be fucking terrified. I would hope to ride the fine line and actually be more angry so that I could fight. It's true. That's true. You know what I'm Let the fight in that fight or flight i would love to fight. Uh, yeah <laughs> let the fight kick in and not the flight um but i don't know but like at the end of the day we're never gonna know that's true if mothman is unless he comes back unless he either comes back or reveals himself or someone backtracks um yeah yeah I, but that's that's a pretty scattered all over the place but succinct <laughs> description of mothman history sightings vibes vibes 
vibes. <laughs> yep. I'm sure we've made plenty of mistakes. Um, but we're not going to give Don't out our email. Don't tell us about it. Don't tell us. <laughs> Just kidding. Please. You can have the email, but only for compliments. <laughs> If you send hate mail, you can't listen to the podcast Please anymore. just text Grayson if there are any issues. Yeah, you all have my number. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't all really right, so, know. I don't know how to sign off on this. Um, well, I was just going to say, so this has been Decrypted. I'm Grayson. I'm Megan. Thanks for listening. Uh, and I'm sure, I'm sure we'll get better as we go along. Yeah, um, very rough. Um, we're learning how to be people. <laughs> we're learning how to be people people who talk about cryptids yeah yeah and then uh our next episode is about the Loch Ness Monster so it if is you love yeah if you love Mama Nessie hit that up <laughs> it was also recorded before this so there's a bit of a time trip there but I believe in the intelligence of you guys yeah just suspend your disbelief just suspend it's your disbelief it's non-linear storytelling we love that art students on media res <laughs> all right bye bye, bye.